Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast that lives your ears every weekend of the footballing season. And we are delighted that we are now firmly in the footballing season. We brought you our EFL special last week. Obviously, you would have found us on all the major podcast networks. You know that by now. You know where we are. I am Graham Bailey, football journalist. You can catch me at, at Graham Bailey. Football agent Craig Honeyman is my partner in crime. You can catch him, Craig underscore Honeyman. You can't catch him in England at the minute because he's sunning himself abroad. So we are we are multinational this week. We are coming from around the world. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, I'm just sat looking out at the Indian Ocean and uh, got a big smile on my face and uh, a glass of beer next to me. So all good, pal. Great. So, yeah, as I said, we had our EFL preview last week. We brought you the overall and we brought our previews of every single game in the UK like we do throughout the season. We will be previewing every game as we do all along. But today we're doing our EPL Premier League special. We're going to try and tell you who's going to finish top four, top six relegation as we did with the EFL last week. Obviously, this is based on the whole season. You'll you'll hear our weekend predictions just after. So let's get into this, Craig. I think I, 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 we haven't talked to each other about these predictions, so we're, we're coming into nope. the, coming at this blind, which is always good. Uh, top four, Craig. You, you lead us off first. Who is your top four? Yeah, um, in, in no particular order, Craig, it's going to be Liverpool, um, City. And then I'm looking at, I'm thinking Spurs. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going Arsenal, Graham. Okay. It's interesting. I think there is almost an extra tier here in the Premier League. It's amazing how you said there, without any um, prompting, you said Liverpool and City. I think they're almost in a tier of their own at the moment. I really yeah, do. Um, I have got uh, Tottenham in there in fourth place. I've got Chelsea in third, Craig, because... I know that Todd Burley's got, and Gary Neville's been spouting off saying about Todd Burley playing football manager, but when you and, and they have missed out on a lot of players, Greg. We know it, we discussed that in the last few weeks. But as of today, if you sit back at the start of August, they, they've secured Kula Valley, they've secured yeah. Raheem Sterling, Kucherella yeah. is, is very close to coming in, and, and they've got other things too. So I'm, I'm, I think by, this prediction is based on the on the rest of the season, on the end of this month. And I think Chelsea will be very strong by the end of the month. So that's why I'm putting them in third. My, my fifth and sixth, I have got Arsenal in fifth. I'm currently watching, I don't know, you, you probably will. I don't know if you've seen All or Nothing. The first three episodes have dropped on Amazon with Arsenal. A fascinating look. Joe, I'll wait for you. We'll, we'll touch on this maybe next week, Greg, when you've had a chance to watch yeah. it. I don't know if you have. Um, Me and my little boy gonna watch the first episode tonight, Graham. Yeah, the first three of that. It's a very um it's an interesting one on Mikel Arteta. I'm not sure if he'll appreciate it when, when it's finished, but we'll come back to that anyway. But I I've got Arsenal in fifth purely on the basis of the quality they brought in. And yeah. and you know, I, I have got um on, on my on the talking transfers part I do for 90 minutes, I've got a little running bet on there, which I've said before where I did bet them a while ago. It's with United and the West Ham fan are on there. And I did sort of tongue-in-cheek, almost tongue-in-cheek. I said that Newcastle will be the highest finish in United. And and Joe, what, Joe, what, Craig, I'm sticking to it. I'm going to say Newcastle in sixth, followed by West Ham and Manu. And and I'm not being sarcastic because because I firmly believe Bruno will be one of the best players in the Premier League this year. And I'm backing Newcastle to bring in at least two or three more players by the window, Craig. So I don't think it'll be a million miles away. Who have you got just finishing outside the yeah. top four in, in, in the sixth, sixth, seventh, and maybe down to eighth, Craig? Yeah, in, in, in my Graham, I've, I've got um, Chelsea in fifth and Manchester United in, in sixth. I actually fear for Manchester United this season, Graham. Mm. I think they've been massively overhyped. 
uh, as if the manager's come in and he's got a magic wand, he's going to be like Harry Potter and all things are going to be rules. You know, I think too far from that. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of putting Newcastle, I think they'll be looking for progress. I think they'll be looking for top 10. I think they'll be top 10. Um, I, I fancy them to be seventh, eighth, um, mm-hmm. up, there, up there with West Ham. Uh, and, and we'll talk on the Ronaldo situation last week. Did you see the quotes from Ten Hag where he was having a go at Ronaldo before? It was, a, it was the first few signs of cracks between that relationship we're seeing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw some photographs of Ten Hag and Ronaldo uh, interacting and, and Ronaldo just weren't having him at all. And it must be very difficult. I've said this before for a player of Ronaldo's calibre to respond to someone telling him how to play differently, a different way yeah. with all they've achieved in the game. And with all due respect, it's someone that's achieved very little in the game that's telling him what to do. You know, yeah. if it's if it's uh, Carlo Ancelotti or Jose Mourinho telling him, if you're Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola, then I think you would have had a different reaction. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, but it, it does look like that's going to be a really frosty relationship. Yeah, and as we, we, we've been in agreement all along, Craig. We think Ronaldo's going and we think he'll probably end up yeah. at, um, at Chelsea. And, um, and I still think that. And also, there was an interesting interview today, Craig, where you should have a look at it online. Matthias De Ligt, uh, new, new Bayern Munich signing, and he's, he's done an interview with Kicker with the main magazine over there, where he is talking, yeah. he's talking up Ronaldo like you would not believe how what an impact yeah. he has on young players and everything. So, although Oliver can, we've said this as well, although Oliver can can say what he wants. If Bayern need that attacker, yeah, it's interesting how I, I think we'll we'll, we'll we'll see the Bayerns, the PSGs, and the Atleticos suddenly, oh, maybe changing the mind about, oh, what do you mean we can get a twenty, we can get a twenty goal season striker for twenty million pounds who will sell millions upon millions of shirts? Okay, yeah. let's do it. Um, but we'll come back to that. Um, in terms of dark horses, and I, I, Newcastle, my dark horse, obviously, great to okay. finish top six. Is there anyone who you think will come from nowhere a challenge for top seven, top eight, or a massive improvement for anyone? Like Leicester or Wolves or Villa, anyone you particularly fancy? No, not none of none of them, Graham. Um, yeah, Villa, Villa are an interesting one, Craig. I'd like to talk to you about Villa a little bit. Um, for me, I think Villa started, started, started transfer so well. You know, more Kamara coming in, yeah. um, Douglas Costa at the back. I'm so disappointed. And, and we still got a month to go. Villa needed a top-line striker. We saw that. And, and, I, and I was at that City-Villa game last day of the season. Um, Steven Gerrard was so frustrated with Holly Watkins and the Danny Ings, where if he had a good striker in that Cape game, Craig, the title would be Liverpool's because they'd have beaten them in that game. Coutinho was pulling the strings like we know he can, as good as anyone in world football. But yeah. they haven't signed a striker, Craig, and that worries me for Villa. Yeah, no, I... I... I agree with you, Graham. And, and, and the difficulty for Aston Villa is all the people want to go to Aston Villa. They want to go to, to Chelsea, to Bayern Munich, to all these clubs I've mentioned about Ronaldo. And, and then they, they, they the bigger Premier League because that's where they want to play. It's very difficult for Villa to recruit that calibre of striker. It's almost like they need to go the next tier down and develop one. Do, do, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the, but they've gone they've got they've done all that effort to get Coutinho, Kamara, made some really good signings there. Possibly like the signings who all the top six teams wanted. Let's not forget yeah. this. But they just haven't seemed to have. And and let's get me wrong. They might they might pull might pull something out. Villa are very good at keeping quiet. I still think they may bring another striker in, but the but they do need to, don't they? Yeah, and no, I I agree with you, Grim. I don't I don't see massive improvements at. Any of these teams, to be honest, I, I think mm. the, the tier system spoke about it's only it's only getting uh, those post tiers are only getting further distances apart from one another. Yeah, 
so we'll see how that expands. We'll talk about more transfers next week when uh, with Craig again. Um, but let's look at the bottom, Craig. Um, I'll first dibs at the relegation. My yeah. my bottom three, I've got in no real particular order, but it's probably, I think, in this order as it stands. Uh, Bournemouth, Fulham and Everton for me with South, wow. Southampton, Brighton, Leeds, Forest just above them. Um, how do you go? Yeah, I've I've actually gone Brentford, um, Fulham, and Bournemouth. All right, see, I haven't got Brentford in my bottom seven. Craig, I don't have you. Have you seen Craig? They're very close to getting Damsgaard from Sampdoria. Did you see that while you've been away? Yeah, was, uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Okay. Um, I, I I I just think you know without Ericsson, they're going to be a very different prospect. He was. Or losing there for a short period of time is by far the best player. Yeah. I think Tony with another year with Damsgaard, who's a phenomenal talent, and Lewis Potter. I like what they've done. I I, I think that's enough to keep him away. But I said, we'll see, Craig. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, like Brighton, Will Undav, who's going to be the main striker, will he do it? Southampton, they haven't improved much. Leeds, I quite like the business Leeds have done, to yeah. be fair. I, I, they're, they're a striker yeah. short. They're a striker short, but we know they're trying to get one, Craig. They're, they're not stopped. Yeah. And Forrest, we yeah. have to respect, you know. We said, I said, we said in the pod last week that, uh, or the week before, sorry, that um, it was understood Forrest wanted 15 players and they're well on the way to doing that. So, fair play to them, got to give them credit. And I think if they do get what they want, they'll stay. Out of trouble, Craig. Yeah, so, I Lingard out yeah. Lingard, Lingard. Mm. I just say looks their best signing game, in my opinion. Or, or looks their best, the best player they've brought in. Yeah, yeah very much so. Yeah, yeah. We'll see during the season, but he's, he, he, in my opinion, he guarantees goals in the system of the Premier League. Uh, they've improved the team. That's all you want. When, so in any from any transfer window, you, your team improving, Craig. That's all you want. Everton. Um, I was surprised. How, how close have you got them to the relegation zone, Craig? Yeah, I've got them close, Graham, to be honest. Uh, I, I thought I think they'll struggle to flirt with relegation all, all season, but I just think they're superior to those those three teams that I've mentioned. Okay. Uh, obviously, DCL ruled out for a little bit. Um, I still think he's firmly on Newcastle. I, I still think DCL might leave anyway, but we'll, Everton have got a lot of work to do. They'll do a bit of work in the what window. And, 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 and the May, well, yeah, I said this month is a crucial one for Everton in more ways than one, Craig. Um, yeah. So let's look at it. So no real surprises there for either of us, Craig. I think it's pretty, pretty, pretty nailed on for what we're doing. Any any players? Any players? We mentioned the clubs. Any any players? Clubs to look out for, Craig? Particularly any new uh, sign? Any new signs that have come in that you're looking forward to? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing um, the, the the Spurs signing uh, Perisic. Um, and Richarlison in particular, mm. Graham. I, th- I think Perisic... And, 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 and with them, we understand they still want, even though they brought Spence in, they still want a right wing back and they're looking at Zaniolo uh, with the yeah. Travis backup. So if they got that other right wing back, Greg, that what you say about Perisic, it could be very um, entertaining, Spurs. I was saying, with, with the players they've already got, I think now they've genuinely got someone that can, if, if Harry Kane's out, they can mix up with, with Richarlison. Mm. Um, I th- saw, I, 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 that's what I love about Richarlison, Craig, where... You know, Harry Kane might not have to play Forrest away. You can play with Charleston. Yeah. You can play with Charleston yeah. down the middle. And they've never had that genuine top class no, Premier doesn't. League option. Everyone thinks Richarlison to replace Kulosevsky. Yeah, he probably will spend most of his time there. But everyone forgets Richarlison can play down the middle to great effect. He's played down the middle for Brazil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's a Premier League. He's a Premier League number nine. It's just it just so happens he can play. 
out wide as well. And but he's, I think he's secretly he could be one. I agree, Craig. He could be one of the signs of the summer purely for what he'll give to that Spurs team. Yeah, totally agree. The fact that he played through the left, from three, from the left, from the right, as a number ten or as a number nine, I think he just gives mm. uh, Conte massive options. And I, I think Spurs are going to be really impactful in the Premier League this season. I really do. And we'll see what happens with um, obviously the twin, just on the, 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 the twin yeah. towers, Darwin Nunes and um, and Haaland will be fascinating as well, Craig. I'm looking forward to seeing both. I think both are going to score bags of goals. The one thing I will say, guys, I was reading reports today that uh, Barcelona uh, are adamant that they're, they're going to sign Bernardo Silva. Now, yeah. If, if, so, so if, listen, it's, in my opinion, if City sell Bernardo Silva, right, then I think they're handing the title to Liverpool because you can't let Raheem Sterling, Gabriel uh, Jesus, and Bernardo Silva. Leave in the same window. You just can't do no, that. I don't think it will, Craig. I'm hearing City is saying that isn't is far from the truth. I think I don't get me wrong. I think Barcelona might try and bully their way to it, but I think with as they should know with Sariano and Tixi, they're a very different um, club to anyone they've dealt with during this window. I think yeah. City. You know, they're the best for me, Craig. As I think we both agree, the best run club in world football. So I think, yeah, Bar- I, I think Barcelona will be brought back down to earth when they try and talk them to into selling Bernardo Silva. And I don't think Bernardo Silva is, but yeah, it, he might one day want to play for Barcelona, no doubt. But I don't think I don't think he's in, in any really, real, real he's, hurry to go. He, 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 yeah, he's probably my favourite player in the Premier League, Bernardo, in, in terms of his how hard he works with the with the mm. amount of skill and ability he has. It's it, it's frightening. And that's I what I quite I quite, I quite I quite like the Phillips and, and Roger thing because I'd like to and even with I'd like to see him just a step a little bit higher up pitch. But I think he'll I think he'll, what I like about Phillips and Roger with it with him, he'll get that bit more of a free license, um, which I think I look forward to seeing him have. Which you know he could play that De Bruyne role as well. Imagine Harland though. He must imagine Harland though, Craig. He's got Ford and Silver and De Bruyne supplying the ammunition, <laughs> supplying the ammunition for him. Like you know, twenty goals, twenty five would be a pure season for him at this rate. Yeah, the only thing I think is they need to adapt to him rather than him adapting to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Everything City does in the, in the, in the build-up is really slow. Yeah. And it, 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 it's almost like the, the two top teams have signed the wrong striker in terms of what fits their style of yeah. play. Yeah. Nunes would have much, much, in my opinion, much better fit at, at City with the ability to, to, to curve his runs and you know, time, it, time, his, time himself getting into the box. Uh, and the way he plays... Uh, is really suited the European game, whereas Haaland would have suited that rock and roll approach at Liverpool, playing with with how fast they break and how fast they do everything. Um, it, it's, it's almost like they've, they've both got top quality strikers, but the, the two strikers probably fit for the teams. And I think Nunes has got the easier transition uh, than than Haaland. I think Haaland's got quite a tough time. I think he's a top, 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 top player. I think it's going to take him a Unless those city players are just him, I think it's more difficult for him to adjust to them. Yeah, we'll see how those two go. And now actually, we'll see how they go straight away because let's get into the start of our weekend previous, yeah. Craig. We're starting Friday night under the lights. I think this is a cracking game, actually. It's a lovely pick, I think. And it goes back to Arsenal starting last season at Brentford. Uh, and this is a harder start. It's a fascinating one. Crystal Palace host Arsenal at Selhurst Park. Patrick Vieira welcoming his former club. And It'll be fascinating for a lot of reasons, Craig. How are Arsenal going to line up? I've seen some people suggesting that Arsenal's midfield to start the season might be, um, what did I say, Odegaard. Odegaard with Zaka and someone else, but and Zinchenko on the bench. But I, I firmly believe that I think Zinchenko might start in the midfield. He offers that defensive thing. But um, And Palace... 
a bit of an unknown prospect, Craig. You know, they haven't had, we'll see how they cope without Conor Gallagher, uh, who was one of the best. He was their best player. Yeah, so uh, we can't under, uh, right in Crystal Palace off, everyone can fall into this trap, but you know, it's going to be a, it's not going to be a wet night, I don't think, in London tomorrow. Okay? It's going to be quite hot, which I think will probably suit Arsenal. I think Palace would have liked like minus temperatures and rain to be able to play Arsenal at Sellers Park under the lights. I think it's a big good game, Craig. I think it's a fascinating start. I think um, it's how well do I don't know what the team master says. Yeah, I'm going to go Arsenal here. Cause I'm going to, you know, I'm going to back him. Yeah, here's us, Zinchenko, Odegaard. I'm going. I, I'm going to back them to win two one at Selhurst Park because I'm not sure I trust Palace completely. Great. So I, I think if Arsenal want to do anything this season, they've got to win this game. Uh, Will Will Zaha over the years has been a fly in the ointment for Arsenal, hasn't he? He's always performed really well against them. Um, I think he'll go out on the point to prove again. I think he, he's got to be their talisman again this season, especially without Conor Gallagher. But I fancy Arsenal to win heavily, Graham. Uh, Odegaard in particular, I think, is is going to have a real good season. Uh, and, and Gabriel Jesus, I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching him in an Arsenal shirt and being the main man. Uh, I think he'll get off to a great start. 3 1 to Arsenal. 6 1 to 12 30 kickoff on Saturday, live on BT Sport. This one, uh, newly promoted Fulham hosting Liverpool. Fulham have done okay in pre season with some of the signings. Um, they haven't got everything they wanted to do, Craig. I think they would Fulham one of those teams where the start of the season's come a couple of weeks too early. They haven't got Issa Diop over the line because West Ham have got major injury issues at the back themselves. So I think they are a centre-half short at Fulham at the moment. I do think they'll get one in before the end of August, but the team who you wouldn't want to be playing short in defence yeah. is Liverpool. Unfortunately no. for them, it's a bad draw. You know, Harry Wilson's not playing either. I don't think Craig, looking at the early team news. Um, 3-1 Liverpool, Craig. I, I, it's impossible to say anything about Liverpool win at this point. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Fulham will get close to Liverpool goal even, mate. I think Liverpool's defence is immense. Uh, along with well, along with City, has got the best goalkeepers in the league. They're, they're elite players we talk about, aren't they? Being world-class. Those two goalies battled it out for Brazil uh, and they both battled out to be the best in the, the Premier League. I think they shared the Golden Glove last year. Um, I don't think Fulham will get anywhere near the goal. 3-0 to, to Liverpool. Nunes and Salah on the score sheet. Uh, Bournemouth, another new appointed team, host Aston Villa in the first of the three o'clocks. Bournemouth, yep. they try again. They're trying to do a bit more work. They've got Marcus Tavernier in, Joe Roffo, Ryan Fredericks. Probably not what Scott Parker wanted um, at this no. stage. He probably wanted that bit more quality to add to what Bournemouth have got. Villa, yeah, as you, I think it's one of those games. Well, Craig Villa need to do something here if they want to uh, look to top eight, as I'm sure Stephen Gerrard is hoping yep. for. Um, could, yeah, I'm going to go for another away win here. Great. Away win to the the flavour of the, of the day so far. I'm 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 going to two nil Villa. I just think they'll be too good. Yeah, I think Coutinho is key man. Um, yeah, two nil Villa as well. Graham Coutinho to to win the show. Leeds v Wolverhampton Wanderers next one, Craig. A fascinating contest this one. We'll see what um, Jesse Marsh's team are made of. Um, we, we know they are a striker short still, but they are trying to address that. They haven't got win. They've got bids in for a few. Um, fast. I, I like what they've done. I like I like Tyler Adams. I like Rocker. I like Aronson. Um, I can't deny. It. I, I like what I like what Leeds have done. I think they need another centre half. I'm not. Convinced by Laurenti and Cooper by any stretch, um, but I think they are looking at that as well, Craig. Um, so, but yeah. I think, um, but Wolves, 
Never thing of being underestimated. I know Wolves are actually in talks for Michi Batswai as we speak, Craig. He could be signed. He could be signed on loan in, in time for this game, which if he is, could make a difference. If he isn't, um, fascinating contest. I think everyone, Wolves love being under the radar, Craig. I think they perform very well under the radar. I'm going to say one all here. Yeah, I, I think one nil to lead here. Um, yes. Yeah, I think uh, that's how much Craig loves Leeds. Yeah. I think one one nil. On to the game I'm attending, Craig. Newcastle versus Nottingham Forest. Fascinating game, this one. Jesse Lingard making his debut. Well, to be fair, God knows how many people are making a debut for Forest. They could have new keeper, new back four. Um, there might only be Brennan Johnson from last season's team, Craig, who's playing this game. Because these have nine to ten debutants here, Forest, which isn't easy. Newcastle with a fit Callum Wilson playing. They haven't got that winger in yet, which I still think they are short there, Craig. You know, Alisson Maximum, very hit and miss. They do need that other outlet, which I haven't got hold of yet. But trying for James Madison, which I don't think will happen. Um, Bruno, though, he's had a pre-season. He'll, do- he'll dominate this game, I think. I think Lingard might have something to do, but 3-1 Newcastle. Yeah, 2-0 Newcastle, comfortable home win for the, the Geordies. And like you say, Bruno's their absolute king. On to Tottenham Southampton. You know, Craig, this is another team here. They need to win. If Tottenham want to push yep. for to be title contenders, they have to win this. I think Tottenham, they do like to start the season well, they did last year and they will this year. This will this could be a big one here, Craig. Four one four one Tottenham. Yeah, I think it'll be the biggest scoreline in the Premier League this weekend. Four nil Spurs comfortable. On to Sunday, Craig. Leicester versus Brentford. Interesting one. There's Leicester. Have we got are... Everton, 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 Chelsea? Oh, Everton, 5.30. Yeah, you do correct me, Craig. Thank you. 5.30 at Goodison Park. Everton, Craig, who are, as we as we understand it, their striking options, obviously, they'll have McNeil and Anthony Gordon um, either side. And we're not sure who's going to play up front. It might be Iwobi. It might be Deli Alley. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the sort of options they've got because Rondon is suspended, Craig. Yeah. They lost DCL, Rondon suspended. I said, I've, I've sent Everton down, pulled on the business they've done so far. Chelsea, you know, people say they've had a bad summer so far. They've still got Raheem Sterling and Kai Havertz yes. up, up front. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they've, still, they've still got an absolute world-class potential here. Jorginho, yeah. Kante, Mason Mount up there as well. Reese James yeah. and Chilwell are fit. Uh, 3-0 Chelsea. Yeah, 2-0 Chelsea. I think Sterling's going to get off to an absolute flyer uh, against uh, against Everton. And you've got to feel a little bit at Everton, Graham, because you know, the resources are getting stripped and not replaced. And that's tough. That's tough to manage. On to Sunday, we've got Leicester-Brentford um, at the um, King Power. Leicester, who are... Casper Schmeichel has gone to Nice, Craig. Um, yeah. he, and they won't be signing a goalkeeper, we understand. It was Danny Ward getting his chance. £12.5 million. Wow. £12.5 million, Danny Ward. Let's not forget. We're not yeah. talking someone's come to... No. He's, he's an expensive keeper. I like him. He's a good keeper as well, Danny Ward. So he's getting his chance. He's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not Casper Schmeichel, though, Graham. Uh, who knows? It's been that long since we've seen it. He hasn't played a game since for four years. Don't agree. <laughs> so, who, who, who knows? He might very well be, but we don't know. Um, obviously, Wesley Fafana. I do wonder whether he plays in this career because we know Chelsea are pushing to try and see that deal. James Madison, I think, yeah. will play. 
there's got Telemans, you know, there's so many, and J- even Jamie Vardy, Craig, who was linked to Chelsea and Manchester United this week, which, yeah, when you think about it, isn't isn't as dumb as it sounds. I know no, first, that- first reaction, you think 35, two-year deal, you know, there could be a worse striker to sign for anyone. So Leicester are in upheaval. They've got another month to come come to the uh, to come to the party, which is going to take them the next month to do it. Brentford have got their players in. If even Tony, I think you know, even Tony, we need to see that progress, Craig, this season, and I think we will. Yeah, I, I I still worry about the the Brentford defense, but Ben Mee's come in. It'll give some some real play, yeah, Premier League experience. Um. But I still think Leicester, let's not get around it, Craig. They've got they've got absolute quality in that team. So I'm going to go Leicester 2-1, just because I like Brendan Rodgers as a manager, and if anyone can get them going, it will be him. I'm going to say Leicester, a sneaker 2-1. Yeah, I, fan, I fancy Leicester. I just don't think Brentford have, have got enough to, to cause them uh, issues. I think Leicester will win this 1-0. And like you say, there's still in the month left in the window. There's a lot of work for them to do, but 1-0 one, one to Leicester City. Uh, Manchester United versus Brighton out at Ten Hag's opening game. He could, it's a good one for him, you would think, Craig. Yeah, I think so. At this point, though, you, it seems that McFred might start the game for United, which we yeah. didn't do in past this. But that's like not, but, the, but that, yeah, fan. that's not, that's not Ericton Hag's fault, though. You know, they're pursuing, to, they still want De Young. I still think they'll get him. It's not his, it's not his, it's not his fault. They'll, they'll pay some, some of the things. But anyway, um, Anthony Marshall's been ruled out. I've just seen Craig actually. Anthony Marshall is not playing, which mm, does does he start Ronaldo? He might have to. You got to go oh, and under on Brighton. Brighton have lost um, um, the boy to Tottenham. Basuma, lost Basuma. They've lost the Undav is up front. Who we don't know much about. Top scorer in, in Belgium, Craig. He could be amazing. He could be average. United, yeah. sure, United surely win this game, Greg. They surely do. I'm going to go United two one. Just everything tells me the need the need to win, so they will. Um, I'm going to back Ten Hag in his first game. I say two one. Imagine if Ronaldo turns up at the stadium and Ten Hag tells him he's on the bench. Because I'm I'm telling you now, he won't be on the bench. Uh, he, he will if, start, if, especially if Marshall's injured now. He's got no other yeah. options. No, but, 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 but what I'm saying, you, if he starts, imagine if he starts a longer. Ahead of Ronaldo, right? He tells Ronaldo's on the bench. I, I can't see Ronaldo. Well, sitting well, at the well, then, well, then, well, then it's the thing, isn't it, Craig? Richard Arnold said at Ten Hag. Yeah, I know you're picking the team, but what's the point in us trying to keep him if you're not going to play him? We may as well sell him. Yeah, so I, I, I just think this is going to be a real battle in, in terms of before the game, in terms of that decision. If Ronaldo yeah. doesn't start and you expect him to be on the bench, I don't think Ronaldo will be on the bench. Whether a hamstring tweak will be announced before the game, that's great. That, you know, I just can't see it happening. But, yeah. um, I think United have got to win. I think they will win, Graham, 2-0. Um, you know, Graham, Pot- Graham Potter uh, had, a, had a wonderful season last year, finished ninth in the league. I don't think that Brighton can better that. Uh, I don't think Potter can better what he's doing there. Uh, and that's not being respectful to him. And they're going to lose Coo- and they are going to lose Cucciarella, Craig. Yeah, well, they've lost the best, uh, the best player from midfield. And if they lose Cucciarella... I don't, I don't see why he's going to Chelsea if Chill was. I just don't, don't, don't get Well, he'll play on the left of a back three, we think. But obviously, there's the. But they are. Ben, but we understand there's, it's not a part of the same deal, but as part of the talks, Levi Colwell will be going to Brighton. So that's not a bad pickup. Oh, no. oh, listen. Levi Colwell will play for England. So that's a great pickup for them. Uh, yeah, really is. I, I would, so, I, I would have liked, yeah, I would have liked Levi Colwell to, to play. But uh, there, you go, there you go. Yeah, 2 0 two United, very comfortable. 
Now, Premier League weekend, opening Premier League weekend finishes with West Ham hosting champions Manchester at London Stadium. Yeah. West Ham, who I believe are really struggling at the back rig. Nayef is out right. till until the new year, I've heard. Um, Dawson's right. struggling as well with any injury. Zoom is struggling. Uh, Diop wow. is, isn't fully fit. Um, it, it's it's a strange one um, for West Ham. I haven't got the left side, new left side of the ones. Maxwell Cornet is apparently quite close to West Ham, Craig. There, although there's four or five yeah. clubs, there's four or five clubs we're talking. But West Ham are apparently looking at him to play left wing back, Craig. Interestingly, which he did do, which he did do at Leon. Yeah, so and they looked at Costis before, so they are looking at that type of player. But let's look at now, Craig. This Man City team, we don't know what the starting lineup is, but this is the sort of game, Craig, where you know City could play Rodri and Phillips in there and make sure that Rice and Suchek don't play. I think this is a great game yeah. for City. Yeah, I think with their new with this new squad, I think Pepper love this. He'll be able to dominate that midfield with those two, as well as De Bruyne and Silver around. Um, City three one for me. Yeah, if West Ham have got those injuries, Graham, I think City will win 3-0. I didn't realise I had so many defenders out. Yeah, what, what yeah, it's really, really, what, really yeah. It's why he said Diop hasn't got a full upgrade. They pulled the plug on that because they just can't afford to let him go. Yeah, and what, what a great start for Haaland playing against defenders that are... Ah, you know, good point, not, yeah, not yeah, good choice. point. Not, not, not first choice. Those second and third choice defenders at, uh, at a top 10 Premier League team. Haaland will be loving, loving that prospect. 3-0 City, mate. And those ones who do come in, like a Dawson or a Zuma, he'll love playing against that type of centre oh. half as well. Whereas some, some of the foreign signings wouldn't don't enjoy playing against a Craig Dawson. Harland will love it. I, to- I totally agree. I think it plays into his hands. I think he'll absolutely love it. So, yeah, there we go. That's our opening weekend of the Premier League done. On to the Championship, Craig. Some very interesting results last week, Craig. I'm not, I, I haven't even gone back over our predictions, Craig, because there was that many strange results across the league. And to be fair, it was opening weekend. It is a bit one of those, isn't it? Opening weekend, first day. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a tough one to, uh, to, uh, to, to get right. Uh, let's look at Friday night as well. Friday night lights at Birmingham. Huddersfield coming to town, Craig. Birmingham, you know, a draw, a draw first time out for them, Craig. Yeah, uh, against the Huddersfield team who they, they just didn't offer enough last week for me, Craig. I don't no. think the I don't think the the they offered anything. But Birmingham, you know, Craig, yeah, they're under the pin. But I tell you what, that was a cracking draw they got a looting. They they they, play, they played for John Eustace, Plaquetta there yeah. as well. They were really impressive. And with the home fans, do I see Huddersfield? This Huddersfield town going there and winning? Probably not. You have to show the first day of I'm going to give Birmingham the because they went to Luton. Oh, I'm going to give them benefit without one old draw, Craig, on Friday. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm going to go nil nil. Um, I just think Birmingham will hold hold out for another point. On to the twelve thirty kickoff on Saturday live on Sky, which is Norwich City play playing Wigan, Craig. Um, Norwich yes. who 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 went down one nil at Cardiff, which you know, hey. If anyone had that in, in their accumulator, well done, because it would have been a huge, huge, huge odds on that. I know it was. Uh, taking on the Wigan team, who who started with a, with a draw, Craig, and, you know, Prince Preston, it was pretty good, a way draw. Um, or home draw, I should say. Sorry, home draw, but still not bad. Um, but it, I think Norwich getting beat is not a good result for Wigan, because I think Norwich will, oh. will show them some heels here. Uh, 3-0 Norwich. Yeah, 3-0 Norwich, totally agree. I mean, they, they, these teams were too apart last season, weren't they? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, Bristol City. Be, sorry, go on. 
I just think the quality that Norwich have will, will particularly in the attacking third, will, will come to fruition and they'll win 3-0 comfortably. Uh, Bristol City, Sunderland Craig, first three o'clock game. Bristol City, massively unlucky last week. I'm not saying Hull were lucky, but well, they were um, to yeah. get that to get that win. Bristol City at home against the Sunderland team who, yeah, survived some late pressure against Coventry. They got the draw, but I think Coventry, um, I just wish Coventry had come for it a bit earlier, Craig, really. I think if they had, they would have easily won that game personally. Um, but yeah, Bristol City to win this game, Craig, 2-0 over Sunderland. Yeah, as, as you know, I was at the, the Sunderland commentary game at the weekend. Um, I, I tell you what did make a huge difference to Sunderland, Graham. There's, there's 40,000 plus in the stadium alike. Yeah. And they, they made a, 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 an amazing amount of noise when the teams came out. And Sunderland in that open 20 minutes just absolutely went for it and played really well. I say played really well. Look, they were on the front foot, massively on the front foot. In the second half, the run out was steaming, they were chasing shadows. If the game had gone on for another five minutes, ten minutes, Coventry would have easily won. Um, you know, and, and looking at uh, the, the Bristol City result, they'll go into the game at Ashton Gate needing a win. I think they'll get it. Did you say did you say the penalty, Greg? Given no, against Bristol City. Yeah. No, but I spoke to Curtis Fleming does. after the game. I, I bumped into Curtis Fleming of as his Nigel hmm. Peace's assistant down at uh, I bumped into him at the, the Southern Coventry game at the weekend and he said they were really unlucky. He said, you know, when you get to the 90th minute and you've had a dubious penalty, you've got to take a draw. Um, and and there was a huge deflection yeah, as well. Yeah. And then you lose the game. It was tough for them to take, but they'll go again. Yeah, I fancy them to get a 2-1. Uh, Burnley, Luton next up at Turf Mirror, business company first game. Again, Burnley still haven't done with their... Um, their, their Transfer overhaul, Jack Hendry, the Scottish Internationals, trying to get in as well. Craig, they've got quite a few deals to do here. Burnley, obviously, Maxwell Corner, um, like, like, likely departing, so they'll have some money to spend. Luton, they'll make it tough, but I think Burnley, they played well against Huddersfield. Um, yeah. they really did. Cullen, lovely player. Um, we spoke about him before when he was um, linked to. Um, I can't remember who he's linked to last time we did speak to speak him, but he played, had a lovely debut, lovely footballer. And Burnley, I think, will dominate the ball here and win 2 0. Yeah, I, I fancy Luke to be really stubborn here. And Nath Jones is, is the, the master of the upset, isn't he? I think he'll get something here, Graham. I think um, he'll get a point, Luke. I think 1 0. Yeah, it's one of those, but I think Huddersfield, to be fair, Huddersfield, you may be right, I think Huddersfield suited them last week. Huddersfield went to Burnley, and that, yeah. and that suited Burnley, where I say Luton will be sitting in there and it'll be hard to break That's down, which is, which is something that yeah. Vincent Company has to uh, manage going forward. Yeah. Uh, Preston versus Hull. Preston, you know, they've lost a lot of players, Craig. I'm not, I'm, I'll give them a benefit of doubt, but still need to bring some players in. I think they're waiting for Cameron Archer, but I don't think they'll get him anyway from Villa. I think other, other teams higher up the table might get him. Or oh, I think Hull might win here, Craig. I'm going to say, too. I'm going to say 2 1 Hull because, you know, and, and we know I have a lad who was looking to get a job, but I like him, Craig, the way he goes out. He's full of, he's a, he's a, lo- he's a lovely character. He fits in with what they've got. He's managed to tie in these big name players with the local guys, um, you know. And so, yeah, I'm going to say a two-one hole. Yeah, I really like Shot. He's a good man. Um, I think I think Preston got a lot of business to do before the window closes. They need reinforcements all over the pitch. Really, when they've the squad looks really thin. Yeah. Whole squad looks miles better than it was last season in terms of quality. Um, it's can they can the manager and can the players all all adapt? 
it'll be come winter time and uh, you know when when the weather changes how these guys react the the, the foreign players and that's not being disrespectful it's just you know it's it's like how, how will how will how how will they do it at Stoke on a wet Tuesday night that sort of thing no yeah listen but, but it, it's the it's the same dream is that when English players go abroad how do they cope with the yeah. changing changing heat it's it's difficult you know it's not it's not easy we saw Jaden Sancho on his second season at uh, at Dortmund pull off absolutely sensational performances but I, I think you're right I think I think Pull are going to win this two one uh, on to QPR Middlesbrough Middlesbrough who are trying to sign them. Jacob Greaves, actually, from Hull Craig, a player who you like a lot. You talked to yep. um, Jake Greaves. Um, I don't think they'll get him, Craig, but it's an interesting one that Mills were trying to do that. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that one. This is a good game, Craig. Michael Beale um, taking charge of his first home game, Craig. Lots of managers yep. doing, that, doing that this week. Um, QPR, who, who were poor last week, Craig, against, uh, I, I saw the Black highlights. Down, yeah, uh, they weren't great. Will it take a month or so? Will it take a month or so for these players to get used to Michael yeah. Bill? Quite possibly. But I, um, I don't think he can take his front five off. He took his front five off in the game. Oh, did he? Um, oh, I'm seeing yeah. that. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, there's no, going to be there's going to be a lot of that this year, Craig. Where you can do these defenders um, yeah. against the Middlesbrough team, who um, you know Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough played well against West Brom last week. They should have beaten them, Craig. Well, that's um, very good, yeah. Jones and Giles look as good as was Borough fans hoped, Craig. Um, yeah. Trevor Akbam looked looked half decent, Craig. He got stuck he in. He he um, I think Middlesbrough they have got a th- they've got a, a slim squad at the minute, Craig. They want number five players, but at the moment it's good. They're good enough to beat these teams. Middlesbrough are going to get something here for me, Craig. Will they get a win? Ugh. My heart says yes. My head says draw. One all. Yeah, I'm going one all as well, Craig. I think if we can go to London and come back with a point, it's a great result. Um, the Jake Greaves thing is really interesting. I, I think he's the best left-sided central defender in the Championship. Um, I, I think he's worth a hell of a lot of money. Um, I think he's probably Paul's biggest asset now. Um, but yeah, one, one, one all draw. I think I think that those QPR players will take time to adapt and will still be looking to bring in more quality in this transfer window too. But Borough need a load of players. Can we see Marcus Foss start for Middlesbrough's game, Craig? I, I'd anticipate him and Akpom starting together. I'd like to see that, Graham. Because uh, one more struggling with injury as well, so you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think Marcus scored down there as well last year for uh, for, for Hull on loan. So he's got happy memories of, uh, of that stadium. So uh, let, let's hope he does. Let's hope he bangs. Um, Reading versus Cardiff City, Craig. It's an interesting oh. one. Cardiff, Cardiff played super well last week. Fair play to them. Yeah. They, re- they really played well. He's done his homework. Steve Morrison got them in. And to and no matter what, when you got to look at the look at the bounce bounce the ball, etc. To beat Norwich City in this division is a fine performance. Yeah, but they need to follow this up now, Craig. Against a Reading team who I saw Paul Ince afterwards. He was going on about Junior Hyatt playing well. They did nothing for me last week, Reading, and he confirmed my prediction them going down. That said, I just can't back Cardiff to win two and two on the spin. I'm going to say one all, but I hope Cardiff proved me wrong in terms of um, can they back up what they've done. Yeah, I, th- I think they will. Uh, I think I think Reading going to get beat. So Reading one, Cardiff two. Cardiff to be top of the league at the uh, at the, the early stage comes up evening. Interesting one here, Craig. Um, two promotion contenders as, as we perceive it to be in in April next year. Sheffield United entertaining. Millwall, I think Gary Rowett's team started well last week. Not two set pieces, and, and set pieces can be crucial in this division. We saw Charlie Creswell, two debut goals for yeah. Millwall. 
uh, and against the Stoke team, Michael O'Neill team, who you wouldn't imagine scoring set pieces against, which is a strange one. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United, I think Millwall will go there. I think Gary Wright will go here looking for a point, Craig. I think, it, like Middlesbrough and QPR, I think it's similar. And I think Millwall will get a draw. Um, don't think we have many, many goals in this one, Craig. Nil-nil for me. Yeah, I, th- I, I think we'll all... I, I, I read that McAtee's decided to... to oh, yeah, James McAtee, the, Mil- the Man City youngster, is, um, yeah. he had yeah. Leeds and Bournemouth interested, but I think he's gone there to guarantee some game time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, he's, he, I think with, with the success of Morgan Gibbs-White there last year, he'll be looking to have a similar impact. Wonderfully talented football, supremely talented young midfield player, uh, and I think he'll have a he'll have a great loan, uh, loan, loan signing, loan, loan impact there. I think it's to be one all or one all draw. Stoke City entertaining Blackpool, Blackpool who have um, signed Charlie Patano this week, Craig. I was just checking because I did not notice that they were trying to sign Cameron Brannigan from Oxford, which I thought would be. Yeah. An excellent deal. Let me see if that one's uh, happened, Craig. I thought that was an intriguing one. No, he hasn't gone there yet. Oh, he's actually signed a new three-year deal, so there he won't be going. After Blackpool bid nearly two million for him, triggered his release clause. Oh. But that's persuaded him to sign a new three-year deal at Oxford. So fair play to Oxford for doing that. At, um, yeah. he, he yeah. I thought that was going to be a great sign for Blackpool, but they have signed Charlie Patino. Um, I think, unfortunately for them, Stoke, Michael O'Neill will have got into his players this week. He'll have sorted them out. And I think it'll be a, a 3-1 win for Stoke here. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a great game. There won't be loads of goals. I'll say 1-0 Stoke with home advantage telling. Uh, Swansea City versus Blackburn Rovers here, Craig. Two teams um, who will look to play football. Blackburn got a great win last week. There's no getting yeah, around yeah. that. Swansea, who disappointed massively last week, Greg. I think a lot, let an awful lot of people down. Let my accumulator down. I know that a lot of my friends' accumulators down by not winning at Rotherham. It worries me a yeah. bit that Craig. It really does. Um, for that reason, I'm going to say draw here, one all. Yeah, I, I just, I think again, Graham, it's, it's a game that suits Blackburn because Swansea will dominate the ball, and Blackburn are a, a, a great team on the transition with Gallagher and, and Brereton. Interesting that uh, Jack Vale started it as the number nine last week, game and Brad uh, Zach was on the on on the bench also, um, so they're going to ease him back in. But I thought Sam Gallagher would have played through the middle, um, and and maybe Hedges uh, wide. We played Hedges in that number ten role. Um, mm, um, Swansea two one just to nick this mate. And that takes on that League One, Greg. Uh, takes on the first game here, full slate at three o'clock here. And a really interesting one. Michael does first home game, such as the fixture computer, Greg. It's against his old team, Cheltenham at Oakwell. Um, I saw the highlights. Barnsley were very unlucky at Plymouth last week. They really gave it a good go, played some good football. Cheltenham let slip a 2 0 lead, wasn't it, against Peterborough? Yeah. Ban- yeah. Comfortable Barnsley win here, Greg, 2 0. 2 0 Barnsley win, yeah. Uh, Bolton Wickham. This has um, a cracker written all over it, Craig. Uh, Wickham, wonderful performance last week. It's three up in half an hour, I think it was, or something. I, I, did, I, did, I, did, I did call that, Glenn. Yeah, they were really... I, saw, I listened to Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's interview and he, he wasn't very happy. He was really disappointed about the effort they put in. Bolton got a wonderful joint of switch, Craig. Um, they were yeah. my, my dark horses in this division, Bolton. Um, and this will he be an interesting so. one. Um... I can't go against Wickham after that superb performance. I'm going to say one. I'm going to say two all, but it wouldn't surprise me if Bolton sneak it. But I'm going two all, going to Wickham's performance last week. Yeah, I'm going the other way to you, Graham. I'm, I'm going to suggest two one Wickham. Uh, Wickham to keep up their 
rock and roll football and to, to win 2-1 and have a real promotion charge this season. Burton Albion against Bristol Rovers. Uh, Bristol Rovers, oh, terrible last week. And that performance against Forest Green. The, the winning goal as well was uh, spectacular. I don't know if you saw the, the little the goal from Forest Green to beat Bristol Rovers. Um, Julie Barton being a bit, not being too magnanimous afterwards, questioning whether he meant it, but I think he did. It was a wonderful finish. I do. I, I thought Bristol Rovers, though, when they equalised in that game, Craig, and I had them down to win, I thought they'd go on and absolutely roll, roll over Forest Green. And do you see the size of the crowd there? Wonderful crowd. Yeah. But I think Burton at home are a different cat. I think they're a, they're a bit like Accrington in this division, Craig. <laughs> Burton at home is not an easy trip. Um, I don't no, see Bristol no. Rovers overturning that form here. A good game. Close game, 2-1, Burton. Yeah, I agree with you, Graham. I think Burton will win it, I think we'll win it 2-0 um, and be comfortable in the end. Charlton taking on Derby County here, Craig. Interesting one, Ben Garner's team getting a really good draw. I saw the highlights, actually. Um, Charlton should have won this game. They right. They should, they should have won last week. Um, they were really good at Accrington, but Accrington, Sean McConville came at them. They did really well. Um so I'm going to say Charlton beat Derby here. Oh, no, am I? Derby, Conor Hurraham showed his class last week. Uh, one all draw, Craig. I'm going to give... Uh, oh, I'm going to go one all. I think Charlton showed me enough last week that they're pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go one all draw as well. I thought, I thought you were going to err on the side of Charlton there. One all draw. Yeah, I was time. thinking about it, but I just think Derby got such quality. Um, it's hard to go against them at times in, in this division. On yep. to Exeter now, Craig. They are travel. They are hosting. Sorry, Port Vale, a League Two yep. game from last week. Port Vale, who they're impressive actually. Again, it was only Fleetwood. And I don't disrespect to Fleetwood, but yeah, Port Vale went one 0 down, and they rolled them over. They rolled Fleetwood up, which is what they should do. And Port Vale are stubborn. I think they'll get a point here, Craig. Um, Exeter did were okay. Uh, one all. Yeah, I think it's a game that Exeter at all need to be looking to winning, Graham. Um... I think they will. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to suggest that Exeter are going to win two one. On two, Fleetwood hosting Plymouth. Long trip for Plymouth. Every every long. every away game is long for Plymouth, though, isn't it, Craig? To be fair, yeah. Um, apart from Exeter, and even that's a nearly narrow way, I think. Um, sorry, on to so Fleetwood Plymouth. Fleetwood, yeah, they, they, they looked okay in packs against Port Vale. Um, some players who I don't really know. <laughs> Against the Plymouth team, who were very good last week, Craig. He's made some good signs. There's a couple of lone players there. There's a guy, Aziz, I think it is, from Villa, who looks exceptional. Um, Plymouth to win this one. I like you, Mac. I listened to him talking afterwards, Craig. Very, I like him. Yeah, he yeah, knows like what him. he's talking about. Um, 2-1 Plymouth here. And he could have left Graham, couldn't he, Schumacher? You know, he, 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 could have, he could have left and gone to mm. Preston to be an assistant. But it, the, fact, the fact that Plymouth... We said this, Craig, didn't we? The fact that they appointed him straight after, as soon yeah. as, as soon as um, Ryan Law went, Plymouth were like almost, yeah, we know what we're doing straight away. He's our new manager. So they knew what yeah. a talent they had. I think fair play to them, Graham. I think they, they, it would have been very easy for them to say, I'm going. I think uh, they're just approached straight away. We want you. I think you, you're spot on with that. And uh, the t- taking the impetus has, has got them a real good coach. Um I think they'll get a draw here, Graham. I think, like you say, it's a, it's a long way to travel. Fleet will be looking to, to take the, the points. One all draw. Scott Brown's first home game in charge of Fleetwood, I said, number yeah. one, those managers. Ian Birchnell taking charge of his first home game, Craig, next game. Forest Green Rovers against Ipswich. What a wonderful performance for Forest Green um, to go to that packed out Bristol Rovers and win. Um, 
it was a remarkable performance, really. Uh, Ipswich Town drew. So I've got a good forest screen. I don't think Ipswich will enjoy play. This forest screen stadium in this division, Craig, again, it'll be like the Accringtons of this world, not necessarily the Fleetwoods, but teams won't enjoy going to forest green in the slightest. Uh, so no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one off. I'm going to... Mm, Ipswich, Ipswich have got to... If Ipswich want to go up in an automatic promotion place, they've got to win these kind of games. Uh, against newly promoted teams, away from home, 2-1 Against two teams who uh, let us both down last week, Craig. MK Dons hosting Sheffield Wednesday. MK they did outplay Cambridge. I saw the highlights, but they, they didn't get anything from the game. I think they'll be looking the whims. Sheffield Wednesday, who were lucky to get a draw. I thought I was really disappointed by Sheffield Wednesday last week. For that reason, I'm going MK 2-0. Yeah, I'm going Sheffield Wed. Sheffield Wed to win 2-1 game. I think both of them will be right okay at the end of the season. Oxford hosting Cambridge. This is the University Derby, as we know, Craig. Yeah. Uh, Cambridge, brilliant win last week um, to get their campaign off to start against MK. You know, they're the bonus results for them. Oxford, like yeah. all, they almost grabbed that draw at Derby, but um, kind of Hurricane strike gave that to them. I suspect uh, Oxford 3 0. Cameron Brannigan celebrating his new contract with a, a goal or two in this one. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think Oxford are going to win the boat race uh, and the, this football game. 2 0 to Oxford. Bro. Peter Brough, who um, won at Cheltenham last week. Um... Rick, Rick, can I just interrupt you there about Peter Brough? You know, we've had this conversation this week. We don't rate the squad. I, I, I think we've got a great squad at this level, right? I think, I, yeah, I that level, I said the, the new captain, um, Johnson, what's his name again? Johnson, double barrel, the captain. Yeah, great. Just, just on, on, on them as, as a whole, right? I'm going to suggest to you that Peterborough will be the highest goal scorers in English football this season. We'll see. Possibly, quite possibly. Johnson Clark Harry. Two. He scored two last week. Didn't he? He's the captain. He um, I say I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not massively convinced. Uh, the second Markham this week, who um, who put up a good defensive performance last week. Derek Adams. It was a horrendous conditions. So if you saw the hard attack, yeah. that Markham yeah. shoes shoes per game. Um, yeah. For some reason, seemed to be a little typhoon in the northwest last week. That was. That caught them out, caught them out. I think Markham will get a point here, Craig. I think Peterborough's defence, as it showed last week against Cheltenham, it looked woeful, Craig. It read that defence, and, and I know what you're saying about there will be goals. It's, um, and, and, and so the, they won't keep cold stock out here, so it'll be too all. It's, it's how they play, right? They go all out, attack, um, they leave gaps at the back, and they overload all over the pitch in the midfield in the final third. And they do leave the yeah, times one on one, two on two, three on three at the back, and that is an issue. But I think they're going to outscore teams a bit like Kevin Keegan's old Newcastle team. They used to go a bit gung ho. Um, I think they'll win this 5 2. I think there'll be loads of goals in this game. Interesting one. Portsmouth hosting Lincoln down front. Portsmouth so unlucky last week. They almost got the win at Sheffield Wednesday. Performed really well. Lincoln yeah. were held at home to Exeter. I thought, I think our prediction of them struggling is going to uh, play out, unfortunately, for them. Uh, Portsmouth to win this one 4 0. 3 0 Portsmouth, uh, the easiest one of the day. Shrewsbury taking on Accrington. Accrington, Sean McConville, you know, he really doesn't get enough credit, Craig. What a, he's a he goals, he gets the most assists in this division most of the time, scores goals. Accrington, what what, what a job they're doing, you know, um, for yeah. the tiniest budget in this division by a long way, I, sus- I suspect, Craig. Uh, against Shrewsbury team who I spent well and I think Shrewsbury will get the home win here that the summer spending deserves so a 2-1 two, two hard fall but 2-1 Shrewsbury 
one all Graham. I can't, I can't, I can't separate. I think Accrington will go there and put out a, a real fight. It'd be difficult for Shrewsbury to, to take three points. One all draw. Uh, takes us on to League League Two, Craig. Uh, full slate yeah. at three o'clock again. Barrow. Uh, back to the top of the fixture slate. Them and Wimbledon will be swapping all all week. Barrow, what we we just we just stand up and applaud them for last week, Greg. Went to yeah. Stockport, went three 0 up, and then held on. What a performance that was! I, don't, I haven't seen who's got performance of the, of the week in the football league, Craig. But if it's not them, it's an absolute disgrace because that was by far the best performance in the AFL. Wonderful stuff from Pete Wilds, man. And the Jose Bradford team, who were well, did you were you at this game, Craig? I can't remember. I was what um, massive disappointment for Bradford um, against. Well, to be fair, we probably people probably weren't giving Doncaster the due respect, Craig, because we know they got a decent squad and are up there. It didn't look like a classic to me, Craig. The Bradford uh, game, to be honest, there was a lot of. Uh, it was a good old Yorkshire derby, though, wasn't it? Graham, listen, I, I was at the game in the seventh minute. I saw one of the worst tackles I've seen. In, in, when oh, I I, yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw. I did, I did, I did right. see so, that. Yeah, so, I did so, see that. Osadibu had his leg snapped in half. Right, it was a double fracture of his leg. Is grim. It's one of them where I saw it and I called for a red card straight away. And I was, I was sat with a couple of the, the, the directors. Mm. At, at to be Bradford fair, to be to be fair, the referee it was very, <laughs> it was very quick, and the camera just caught caught it. It, it wasn't quite on the. It was like oh, no, not, it wasn't off the ball, but it was quite. Not, it was very quick though. No, wasn't it? No, Grim, I'm not giving the referee any credit for this, right? And I'll tell you why. I'm not crediting I'm just saying laying off it a little bit because I think it was easy no, to miss. No, no, I, he made his decision within 10 seconds of the tackle. He, he could have taken his time, Grim, right, to speak to the linesman, to assess the player. And the, the, the player rolled over Grim, right? And his leg folded. His leg went one way and his body was going the other, right? At which point, the, the Brad, a couple of the Bradford players were in tears, Grim, were in tears at the horrific injury. Uh, there was a, an 11 minute delay in the first half. Um, and, and something I saw, I've never seen this before, but I don't know if you had it in football. Um, but Ravenhill, young lad, I'm sure there was no malice in it, Graham, but it was a red card. I don't think he went to injure the lad at all, right? It, was, it wasn't, uh, it, it was a bad challenge. It was a follow through. It was the trailing leg that caused all the damage, okay? But after we had the, the, the 10 minute delay, so it was in the six minute that the, um, that the tackle took place, the foul took place place. Uh, ref booked him. We had the, the delay while the medical treatment, uh, medical people were treating um, Osadibe, right? And then in the 16th minute, the manager took off Ravenhill. He subbed him off. And I think it was really smart, you see, because yeah. I thought it was one of two things that were going to happen. Either he was going to get sent off the next time he put a tackle in. Or he could be absolutely targeted by the, the, the Bradford players. Uh, so it was really smart. Then, then the real controversy in the game then came at half time. So there was a, a free kick awarded for Lee Tomlin who backed into Richie Smallwood, right? Um, and, and Smallwood's got to take the free kick. And Tomlin booted the ball away, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I saw this on the replays. It was. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything controversial about it. To be honest, the referee booked him, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and then he started to applaud the referee. So that was probably his second yellow card. He didn't get that. Right. Then he kicked the ball away again and didn't get booked. A Bradford player ran over to, to, to remonstrate with the referee. And Tomlin dives on the floor as if he'd been poleaxed. And at which point, the referee had enough and just sent him off. It was, I, I hope how badly he let his teammates down in that game. But then, you know, it, it was a real good defensive display in the second half from Donny. Um, Bradford had about 
85% in the second half, but couldn't couldn't score, hit the hit the bar, hit the post. Um, it was listen, they played well, and I think they'll, they'll carry that. I think they'll get a result that by two one. 2-1 Bradford. But it wasn't a bad game as Bradford done again, Brim. Uh, and, and fair play to Donny in the second half. They defended magnificently. Their centre-halves were different, weren't they? OK, so we leave our Bradford City special for this week. Obviously, we won't do this every week, but hey, let's see what's going great course to. Uh, on to Colchester, Carlisle. Carlisle started really well with that win against uh, Crawley. It was hard fought win. Crawley played well, to be fair to them. Uh, they're going to Colchester, who... I think uh, lost that first game. Who, who were the Colchester against again? They lost in a big scoring game. Northampton, they put up a quite good performance, actually. Um, another long trip, this one, Craig, Carlisle, Colchester. I'm going to say one all because it is such a long trip for Carlisle. Was it 4-3 or 3-2 or something? 3-2, Colchester lost to Northampton, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say... Gave him a good, I saw the highlights. Colchester gave Northampton a real good game in that as well. I'm going to say a good game. Goals, 2-2, Griff. Uh, Crawley Town, the aforementioned Crawley Town, uh, taking on Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient began in super, not super, they did what I had to do 2 0. Um, yeah, in, in that game, Craig, it was um comfortable. George Moncur in that game, he took control of that game and he, he could be a very big player for them this year. Yeah, I thought uh, at this level, yeah, yeah, for them. Uh, but I think I like Crawley, I think, um, no, Dom Telford, I think it'd be a draw here to all. I think Telford will get a couple, yeah. It's- Orient 2-0. On to Crew versus Harrogate. Crew played really well last week, Greg, with their 2-1 win um, at Rochdale. Um, it was completely deserved as well. So highlights there, they performed really well in that game. Not as well as Harrogate, who absolutely battered Swindon. But to be fair to us, Greg, we did say Swindon could go either way. They've lost Ben Garner, they've lost players. We gave, I think, I think you gave me that out, and I didn't ask for the draw, but um, Swindon want to keep an eye on. Uh, this will be a good game, Craig. Crew Harrogate can Harrogate keep it up? Patterson was brilliant last week. Um, I'm gonna have to say draw one or no, I'm gonna have to say crew, Craig. Crew played well, brilliant win at home in this division. Crew know what they're doing, 2 1, but yeah. big, big, good two game. One. yeah, 2 1 crew, mate. Uh, Doncaster versus Sutton United. Sutton United drew the first game against Newport. It was a good game. Um, at, at Donny, who you would have to think they're going to have to make this the home 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 ground the fortress. I'm going to give Donny benefit of the doubt and say two 0 A question for you on that uh, on Donny, right? Um, Adam Clayton played in midfield for Donny last week. Has he mm-hmm. retired and then come back and played football again? He's at Birmingham and then obviously he's left and then. I've not heard from him or seen him for a while. But I he think he's like joined, him, joined him pre-season, I think, I believe. I think well, he, well, he, looked, coach. he looked like a player that I got into retirement. I didn't play for two years. I decided to put his boots back on on Saturday. Um, and look, he's got a lot of quality playing. He, he just had a, a, a real poor game. And we saw a lot of him at Borough and he was, he was excellent for most of the season. Arguably one of the best midfield players in the Championship right here. He, he just looked a, a shadow of that player. Uh, because of that, and obviously Tomlin being injured and where they are, um, I'm gonna Thomas suspended. Sorry, I'm gonna go two one to something. On to Gillian Rochdale. Wow, this is a it's a tough it's a it's a tough watch this one, don't it? <laughs> um yeah, Rochdale really poor last week. Gillingham at home, long trip for Rochdale. I'm gonna have to go with Gillingham here, two one. 
I'm going to give Rochdale the benefit of the doubt and, and, and Robbie to get them going, Ian Henderson to get his goal mm. and 2-1 to Rochdale. They were so poor last week. There must, must be a bounce yeah. back because they can't play as bad again two weeks yeah. in a row. Uh, Grimsby hosting Northampton in Cleethorpes. Uh, you know, Grimsby, last week it was a tough one. Got a late in Orient. No one wants to go there first day. Northampton script to win. I think Grimsby might get something here. 1-0. Yeah, 1-0 too, mate. I'm, I'm going with you on that. Um, yeah, Hartlepool United um, called it last oh, week. I did, I did call that last week. Um, I think I'm, I, I said very close to Fulham, if not anywhere, um, against one of my fancies. Taking on the AFC Wimbledon, who uh, performed well, Craig. They got that home win, which needed, which they needed. Hartlepool, we said, though, we did say it could be a, fir- a struggle the first few games. Paul Hartley has to get okay. himself settled in. Um, Wimbledon aren't bad. I'm going to say one all, Craig. Obviously, Hartley will need to bounce back, mate. And Paul Hartley, I think he'll make change. I think he'll he'll get them going. Um, I think Hartley will win this two 0 and it'll be yeah, Paul Hartley will win it from the sideline. Uh, he will he will be fuming with that performance of last week, Graham, and he will not. He's got standards, and he will not accept that. I know he won't. So two two nil Hartley. Mansfield Tranmere, both teams lost the first game last week, Craig, in very different yep. circumstances. Yep. Mansfield were a little bit unlucky in their game against Salford. Salford caught them on the counter, but hey, that's what football is. Tranmere were absolutely woeful. Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't see. I think I think I, I thought they've needed to push them, Craig, but nobody saw that coming. Against... No, I think they had, they had a lot of defensive injuries, Graham. So that was really a makeshift defense. I think they've got a makeshift. Defense oh yeah, but Craig, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any excuse to try and lose the home to Stevens personally. And I think hold on a second. I've just told you they had a makeshift defense, so it wasn't the first choice defense. It, it wasn't, but this is Stevenage. Come on. But anyway, anyway, I think Mansfield will absolutely. Put them to the sword this week again. It was Reese, uh, because the whoever's in, whoever's in goal for Salford, Greg, was amazing last week. I saw one brilliant save from the Salford keeper last week. I think yeah. he'll get off a mat this week with a uh, two, two nil win. I think Mansfield will win three nil, Graham. But just we were talking earlier about West Ham putting a makeshift defence now that'll suit Harland. <laughs> you know, they've put a makeshift defence out and got done. So that, that's why I think they've got a makeshift defence again this weekend. But that's look, why Mansfield will do yeah, 3-0. But I still think Mansfield Tramir should be scoring more than one goal at Hunter Stevenage. But we'll, we'll see we'll see how the bounce back. Uh Newport versus Walsall Mickey Flynn's return here. Um Newport who didn't um didn't win in, win the first game but you know wasn't wasn't too bad with the draw Sutton good away performance but my pick for this division was Walsall, Craig. Um, yeah. Showed me last week how good they were against Hyper. I don't think even Hyper pushed them that hard, to be honest. Um, I think Mickey Flynn, if he's going to have his team wound up for any game, Craig, it'll be this one. Yeah. Um, 2-1 Walsall. Yeah, 3-1 Walsall, Greg. Uh, Steven Stockport, interesting game. This one, Craig. I think we're coming to this. We didn't think it... We thought one would have a win and loss. We didn't think it this way around. Steve Evans, brilliant performance. Stockport, Dave Challoner's team, they were just in shock, weren't they, Craig, after what, what Barrow yeah, did to off. them. Um, do you know what? I could see Stockport bouncing back here, Craig. I'm going to say 2-1 Stockport. I, do you know what? I, 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 you know I'm a, a big Steve Evans fan. I get mm. on well with Steve. I think he gets team promoted. If he's given time and a budget, he will get you promoted or, or new enough promoted. Uh, Steve, you've given some some uh, a wage budget this year to be competitive. Uh, and I think there will be uh, at the, the top end of the table. Um, Stockport, like I said to you previously, they've signed all the best players from the conference and sometimes that doesn't translate into the mm-hmm. Football League. I, I think Stevens are going to win this 1-0 uh, and cause Dave Challenge a bit of a headache and maybe a recruitment rethink. 
Swindon versus Stockport. This is an interesting one. As we said, Swindon lost a lot of players, lost the manager. What are they going to do here um, against the Salford team who were, you know, they weren't great last week, but, you know, they won. They, they beat a very good team in Mansfield and under new manager, perfect start. I think Salford will go here looking for a point. They'll be happy to take it and they'll get a one-on. Mm, I think Salford will go here looking for all three points. Um, but they're not going to get it um, for the reasons that we just said. I think Swindon, no, they are. Graham, I'm going to give Salford the benefit of the doubt here. Um, I think going to go win 2-1. Interesting. And that finishes it off for this week, Greg. Nice run through early season predictions. Still very hard. We don't know who's doing what, do we? Yeah, so it's no. first home game to a lot of these teams. So who's, we'll who's, see. Who's, your, who's your player, Graham? Who's your one player that you want to see? We've got return the Premier League this weekend. Who's the one player you're looking to, uh, to make a standout performance this weekend? Well, I'm going to Newcastle versus Forest, and I'm, okay. I've been bigging up Bruno. I've said he's probably the best Brazilian midfielder in the Premier League since Emerson. And as you know, Craig, how much I love Emerson, so that's a very big words to come from me. Um, Bruno, I think, will get in the, the PFA team. I think he'll be that good. And if he is to do that, Craig, he needs to step up in a game like this, take it by the scruff of the neck yes. and, do- and dominate it. And I think he probably will. Yeah, he's the real deal, Graham. Mm. Uh, Bruno Grimish, he, he's, he's been outstanding for Newcastle today. You, you walk through the door. I think with them, you know, I see them linked after Madison, which I can understand. They, he needs someone else next to him, Craig. He needs, I think Newcastle, yeah. you know, where he said they could finish 7th or I do think they're only a couple of signs away from pushing yeah. top six, Craig. I, and I think, that might, I think that's why some yeah. Newcastle fans may become a little bit exasperated where the signings so far have been brilliant, but just a couple of little bits away, though. Imagine if Newcastle signed Ruben Nevers and put him alongside Bruno in midfield. Imagine, imagine those two. Oh, it, it, it's unreal, isn't it, Craig? And, and you know, if we get this right, if we get this other winger in, Craig, like you know, I see them linked to Madison and saying, "Oh, 56 million. When they were linked, they could, they probably could have got Musa Diaby for that. You know, go, go and get, yeah. go and get, go and get that someone else who's different to ASM. Take the pressure off ASM. He might improve, Craig, but the pressure took off him a little bit. Um, and, and so it's interesting I think Newcastle one of those who will do some work towards the end of the window and we'll have to see too, but yeah. yeah but I think Bruno he is the one who I, I see that step up from and John you know what Craig yeah. this sounds funny because we love him and I do think he's been playing to play, been playing to a programme been doing what he's told I'd love Pep to take Foden's leash off a little bit yeah I think I think we'll, we'll see Foden play more advanced this season I think we'll, mm. we'll see him play well listen I think I was thinking about can I give a World Cup prediction, Craig? And it's based on that. It's based on that little thing. I don't think Jack Grealish will go to the World Cup. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a lot to prove to go to the World Cup. Um, I, I genuinely do. But let's, let's see how it goes. Well, let's, let's see how that one goes. It's amazing, um, Craig, isn't it? They've got probably, what, two, two, months, two and a half months to prove themselves. Yeah. It's not a lot yeah. of time. Listen, Sterling for me starts for England on the on the left. Oh, well, I think I've been doing a few other predictions. I've got Raheem Sterling down in one of them to be my top scorer, Craig. And I say that because I think out of all the strikers, he might play the most games. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll play. He'll play that role one to the left, and he'll. he'll, he'll I, score it, it was, have you noticed in pre-season, Craig? Actually, he's been playing centrally with Havertz and Mount either side. Yeah. Well, the the, the two that I'm looking forward to this weekend, Graham, uh, Erling Haaland. Uh, yeah, his debut for City. I'm expecting him to start, and, and if he starts, I believe that he'll score against a makeshift West Ham defence, as you suggested. And the, the other one is Raheem Sterling, one of my favourite Premier League players. I can't believe that City have sold him. Still shocked at that that they rate Greenish higher than him. That's just in my opinion. To, really to arrival as well, Craig. Where they're, arrival, they're, they're, yeah. they're not arrived at the minute, but 
what happens if they go out and get go and get Anthony and they go and get Ronaldo yeah. and they go and get and they go and get and they go and get De Jong and then they get um, maybe Desta right? and suddenly Man City like wait a minute what have we done here? Yeah, I, actually, I, I, I agree. If they, if they get the, it's, it's interesting, Ellie, when you comment about Gary Neville criticising Paulie says he's playing football manager, which is exactly what Gary Neville's done at Salford for the past four years. <laughs> yeah, it's a so, great point. And, you know, and as well, you know, he, he's going on, it, Burley should have kept Marina, Bruce Spoken theory. But that just tells me he, he doesn't research some of the things he says, Craig. If you do read some, research some correct. of these things said, you would know that Todd Burley has his reasons for doing things like that. And you do Correct. wonder sometimes. And before you say stuff like that, why, like, have a little few... It wouldn't take Gary Neville to make a few phone calls to find out these things, would it? No, it wouldn't. But as you agree, great, great pod. I'm, I'm going to go on. It's go, go on. Go and sun yourself. Make sure you put that um, suntan lotion on that head. James, it's my, my head's nice and brown. It's red and brown. But uh, the weather here is phenomenal. We had a bit of a storm earlier, so... I'm really glad the Wi-Fi's held because it wasn't doing so the last few days with the with the weather. So happy to get this one done, pal. Have a lovely weekend, guys. Have a great weekend, Graham. We'll talk next week. Enjoy it, son. Cheers. Yeah. All right.